He is the Caitlin Clark of local news. It's Nathan Cones with your latest update. Not even close. She is. Uh, he can far, do a story from the superior. logo people. I'm telling you. <laughs> That might be the dumbest thing I hear all day. <laughs> Let's just jump straight into it, guys. A KCG Company's representative presented during a public hearing last Tuesday at the Jefferson City Council meeting to discuss the proposed zoning regulation change for the construction of a multifamily residential unit in town. Anna Farwell with KCG, the development company behind the unit, addressed the public saying that she understands the concerns community members have, but she wants to emphasize the project's goal. The population that we serve is meant for people who are already living and working in your community and they need access to modern place to live that isn't dilapidated, that they can get to the next step of their journey. Like it is not to bring people who don't live here. You know, we're not going to be advertising outside of Jefferson. That is not the goal. This is for people who live and work in Jefferson and Green County. KCG plans to construct a 40 to 50 unit multifamily development and invest more than $14.5 million into the community for that project by using local construction agencies and materials. All of the units will be under the Iowa Finance Authority Low Income Housing Tax Credit Program. Councilmember Chad Sloan questioned the income requirements, wondering how someone who makes $13 an hour can afford the apartments, which are intended for someone with around a $40,000 income. Farwell explained rent incomes will be, or rent amounts will be adjusted to accommodate those making between $12.32 an hour to $25 an hour, or which equates to about a $23,000 to $58,000 salary per year. This development in particular, we accommodated for some 40% AMI, so average median income. We'll have some units that are at 40% AMI. Those rents are lower for the same unit. So that if you are making 25,000, if you are making 30,000, you are still getting an apartment unit you belong to, that you can take care of, that you can like work out of. Um, but that is appropriate for the income that you're bringing in. And then there are also 60% average median income units, but it, but it is flexed to what your income is. So somebody making 50000 they will pay a little more than somebody making 30000 Concerns were raised from community members, such as why would people go out to look for higher paying jobs or improving themselves when they already get cheaper rent, how someone can afford to pay rent, which is between $531 for a one-bedroom to a three-bedroom apartment, which is around $1,122 per month, and if other land options were considered for the development due to drainage issues at the proposed site, as well as the railroad tracks located just south of that lot. Most attendees that ask questions say they feel as though their questions during the meeting went unanswered. The city council went ahead and did approve the first reading of the ordinance change for the zoning uh, adjustment. Councilman Sloan was the only no voiced during that vote. Adair Chief of Police, 47-year-old Bradley Eugene Wendt of Denison, was convicted Wednesday by a federal jury in Des Moines on charges of conspiring to make false statements to the ATF and illegal possession of a machine gun. Wendt, also the owner of BW Outfitters, a federal firearms licensee, allegedly exploited his position as a law enforcement official to acquire machine guns for personal use and profit. Between July 2018 and August 2022, Wendt, in his capacity as Chief of Police, purportedly wrote nearly 40 law letters requesting the purchase or demonstration of 90 machine 
machine guns for the Adair Police Department. The jury found him guilty of making false statements in these letters, indicating the machine guns were for official use, while later reselling them for a personal profit of almost $80,000. He also mounted one of those machine guns, went dead to a personal vehicle. Went faces a combined maximum prison sentence of up to 60 years, including up to five years for the conspiracy count, five years for each of the 10 false statement counts, and up to 10 years for illegal possession of a machine gun. Kansas City Field Division Special Agent in Charge Bernard Hansen says, Mr. Went was in a position of trust, and his egregious behavior betrayed the community he was entrusted to protect. Went was sworn to uphold the law, but instead he abused his authority as chief of police for his own personal benefit. Sentencing is scheduled for June 14th. The FBI and ATF led the investigation, and U.S. Attorney Richard Westfall commended the dedicated work of the agencies and the trial team in holding Wendt accountable for betraying public trust and abusing his authority. Lakeview Police Department Chief Christopher Yoakums recently completed an FBI Law Enforcement Executive Development Association trilogy course emphasizing law enforcement leadership within the department and his community. Yoakums says the FBI leader is not associated with the FBI, but rather a nonprofit focused on improving law enforcement management throughout the U.S. Yeah, there was a lot that we learned throughout the three weeks. The biggest takeaway, what can I do better in the community? What can I do better for my guys? What can we as a whole do to make our department better? Where do we see ourselves going? big part of it is just outlining, you know, what your leadership is, what you want to accomplish, where do you want to go? Yoakum started the Lita Trilogy in October of 2023 and finished taking the final class just this month. Yoakum says each course lasted five days and dove into specific topics on law enforcement leadership. Each one kind of focuses on one thing or another, like the, the supervisory leadership course was this is how you should do things. Your command leadership was, you know, more about establishing what you want to do as far as how you want to be a leader. And then the executive course was about the theories behind it. FBI Lita offers law enforcement seeking leadership positions with these courses throughout the U.S., and Yoakum's encourages all in an oversight role to enroll in the course. But leadership is something that I'm passionate about. I want to make sure I'm doing right, and I want to learn the things that I need to know in order for us to be successful. I think it's extremely important that anybody who's getting promoted into those positions actually takes some form of leadership course. Law enforcement officials interested in enrolling in the FBI LIDA Trilogy course can register for the classes by visiting the website FBILIDA, that's L-E-E-D-A, dot org. That is going to wrap up your news. Before we finish up here, though, I just kind of found it interesting, not intentional as I was going through the news there, but those two stories next to each other, I think, are, are kind of interesting. You have one good example of a local law enforcement official wanting to do the best for his community and the other one mm-hmm. uh, lying to the ATF. Yeah, the tale of two cities right there. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, that's a very interesting story, and sometimes one of those that you find out. The more detail you find out, the more kind of shocking it is. Uh, I mean, nothing new on the uh, the the Went conviction. That wasn't really any new information. That's one we could talk about for a long time because there are hundreds and hundreds of pages of indictment documents, evidence, uh, forfeiture lists, sentencing documents. The list goes on, or I should say, verdict documents. Sentencing isn't set for a long time, but. Uh, just some things that I have noticed. I don't get to work with federal agencies very often, which I'm appreciative of. Thank you, listening area, for not getting the feds involved very much. Uh, but uh, they're very serious folks. They are. They do mm-hmm. not laugh. They they do. I mean, I'm sure they enjoy their jobs, but they don't have fun at their jobs. No, um, they they are not there to entertain anybody or you know 
make friends. They're there to not not at all. And, and that's that's not a that's not well, a rip on them. That's just no, how they are. But no, there are I, a few lines, uh, and there was there. I mean, they're kind of emotionless robots because uh, their job requires it of them. Uh, there was some legitimate anger from the feds uh, on that went conviction. They were. Yeah. Uh, they, they were mad. Like the at, at Adair Police did. Department does not have a helicopter. Uh, one of the funniest <laughs> lines I think I've ever read in an indictment document. But mm-hmm. uh, really, the, uh, at a time when law enforcement over the last five, 10 years has been probably under more scrutiny by the public at large at any point in time in law enforcement history in the United States, and then to do something like that, just uh, timing matters a lot. Well, what, what I found shocking about it was I, I don't know guns. I, I don't know them. You do. So you were explaining to me what all these weapons were, and I was just like, what? Yeah. Uh, so that's so, that's the shocking part that I am that I was talking about there. Yeah. So one, one of the guns, just real quick, like they use technical terms in their, in their documents, right? Because they're very to the mm-hmm. point and official. Uh, so one's an M134. Uh, that means nothing to anybody who I, I didn't know until I looked it up. It's a minigun. So uh, the, the comparison I used for John uh, when I was talking about it yesterday with him was, you know that scene at the end of Terminator 2 when they're standing outside Cyberdyne and he shoots the, the minigun yeah. out the window? That's what that is. I mean, it's a gigantic gun that usually is used on a helicopter. Yeah, and they're uh, mounted. So. You can't hold those things. They're yeah. several hundred pounds. But I yeah, Unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. Yeah. I mean, yes, but he's yeah. also a cyborg. So Well, that's true. So Cyberdyne should be taken over here any day now. <laughs> I uh, hope not. <laughs> thanks, Nathan, for the news update once again. Find all your local news available on the website, the mobile app. We are going to talk weather next.